When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Again, with another chance, thanks to Maccas to win last fan standing tomorrow and another chance on summer breakfast tomorrow morning as well. On Monday, January 30, everyone who's won across the last couple of weeks will have the chance to win on summer breakfast. Another 11 questions, and if you get the 11th question correct, you'll be crowned last fan standing and win. Flights for you and a mate to Delhi, five nights premium five-star accommodation, Attend a sports luncheon with SEN's commentary team, corporate hospitality at the cricket, and $1,000 in spending money. All thanks to Maccas. Back to your calls and your texts. Got a few texts coming through on Tassie. Uh, UTAS Stadium also planned to receive its much-needed $200 million upgrade in current public facilities, um, which are aged and unacceptable. That's from George. Thanks for that addition, George, to your previous test text. Um, and got asked, got Ryan in Cheltenham on the line as well I want to get to. And Baratson to Racing is going to talk some cricket. One here, is the talent pool going to start to spread a bit thin with all these new AFL teams? If I had my way, I'd knock over the two newest teams from New South Wales and Queensland and drop them in Tassie and Darwin. Cheers, Mac. Well, I think in 2028, when Tassie will come in, I think we'll have room and enough talent to expand the competition. That's the way I see it. It's not happening tomorrow. It's 2028, which is still a while away to grow the talent pool. Ryan in Cheltenham, thanks for holding for a while. Ryan, welcome to you. Oh, hi, Dwayne. Welcome back to 2023. Great to be on. Uh, Dwayne, I'm just calling to wish um, my team, Melbourne United, they play in New Zealand today against the uh, number two team on the ladder, the New Zealand Breakers, and it's a do-or-die game. Both teams have got players out, and um, we hope for the best. So struggling a bit this season, though, Ryan, and it's uh, not something that your fans are used to. No, it's not something that we're used to, but um, different technique, different style, same result. That's what we're going for. Okay. Well, there's a bit of climbing to do because at the moment uh, you're not even part of the playing tournament. But by the way, South East Melbourne, the the bottom four on the ladder, South East Melbourne, Melbourne, Brisbane and Illawarra, but there's a big gap between Melbourne United and Brisbane and Illawarra. So uh, Brisbane and Illawarra are essentially the only two teams who can't win it right now. Hey, great to have you call, Ryan. Give us a call regularly during the year. Brad Sunderason has been good enough to join us, part of the SEN commentary team for a number of years now, housed in his beautiful hometown of Adelaide, heading over to India to be part of our coverage there. And he's been good enough to join me for a couple of minutes. Brad, welcome back. Great to have you on the show. Always a pleasure to have a chat with you, Dwayne. Looking forward to what's going to happen between Australia and India in India. I'm intrigued to pick your brain to find out how many of these spinners will end up getting a game in the first test and who they might be. Um, Ashton Agar seems like he's first in the queue, but do you think there might be a chance that Amit Swepson or Todd Murphy might be a surprise call-up? Uh, oh, I mean, for Australia's sake, uh, <laughs> they wouldn't want all four to play uh, or all mm. four to get a test match. That would uh, be a crisis. <laughs> uh, mm. And I mean, like, through the series. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, three would be good. Three would be good. Uh, look, Nathan Lyon will, of course, play all four test matches. And uh, I, I still think playing a test match in Australia, in India, without a left-arm spinner um, is a risk. You want someone who can who can kind of be consistent, hit, hit the same spot over and over again. Uh, but it is an intriguing prospect to have two class spinners play together. And Todd Murphy, though young, uh, has been so impressive, and uh, he has just the kind of skills that will make him very successful in the subcontinent. So uh, it's good. It's it's re- really really uh, something I'm looking forward to seeing. Like what pin combination Australia use at the start and as the series develops. So we have had success in India before. It's a long time ago with you know basing our whole attack on the quicks. So you know what the pitchers are going to do this time around. What are you expecting? And is that the advantage that India is going to have, given that? I mean, they might. If Ashton Agar doesn't find his mojo, you know that that might be a vulnerable area for Australia. Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, if you are picking uh, a spinner, uh, whether you're picking two or three, uh, one thing uh, you do expect from your spinners is uh, to to have a game plan and stick to it. And going back to that 2004 series when when Australia did win, uh, like you said, they depended a lot on their their fast bowlers. Uh, but Shane Warne, despite not taking a bag full played a big role. I mean, he kept the pressure on from, from one end. But one thing Australia did really, really well in 2004 was, uh, like I said earlier, have a game plan and they never, regardless of what the pitches played like, they never moved away from it. And, and even though there's this expectation that all these pitches will turn in India this time around, it's an interesting time of the year for very different venues. Nagpur, there's always reverse swing. There can be a rank turner. Uh, Delhi at this time of the year will be will be cool, foggy, so the seamers could come into play. Similarly, in Dharamshala and Ahmedabad will be dry, and that could well be the rank turner that we are expecting. So it's not going to be very straightforward. It's not going to be just one-way traffic, uh, which just adds to the excitement of the season. Do you think we might get a bit of a shock? India are pretty good. We expected South Africa to be better, but we just demolished the West Indies and South Africa. This is a pretty big test coming up. Oh, it's a massive test. And I think a test that this current team, current Australian team, will enjoy. For a lot of them, this is their, their final chance to win in India. And we've heard Steve Smith and David Warner talk about how much it means to them, uh, just the possibility of winning a test series in India. Uh, Australia don't go there for four years after this. So uh, that that adds to it. Uh, that adds to the uh, to the importance of the significance of this series. Uh, but look, India are in, in a weird stage as well as a test team. I mean, their batting order is still in a state of flux. Uh, a lot of key guys coming back into the side. Uh, so, no, I think this, I, I, I will stick my neck out and say this is Australia's best chance in a long time to win a test series there just because of uh, the, the arsenal they have and also where India are right now, uh, you know, with their test cricket. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Can't wait. I know you're going to be part of the coverage. So when are you heading over? Uh, I think I'll be there uh, once we figure out exactly where the Australian team will be landing and what their movements are for the uh, for the first few days. All I can say, though, that there are no almond lattes in India. 
<laughs> which I would enjoy buying you if I was over there. Not that I bought you an almond latte. Of course, I went to the <laughs> media centre to make sure your almond lattes were ready to go every time my stint was ready so I could walk in with one and uh, they made a good almond latte. You might have even converted me, Barat. Not quite, but maybe I might end up becoming an almond latte guy. Great to have you on the show, Barat. It was great working with you at the SCG and we'll talk soon. Absolutely, and always an absolute pleasure talking to you, Dwayne. Have a great day. Barat Sundarayson, one of our premier commentators who is good enough to join us in India again after being part of our summer on SEN. Take a break. Back to wrap up this hour, by the way, brought to you by Tobin Brothers Funerals. Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives.